What's going on everyone? Welcome to Cartoon Season. I am Tyler and this is where we talk all about animation. We got a bunch of different, you know, just a million things at this point. So much animation in the world, can't can't cover it all, not enough time. But today we're going back a little bit to, I feel like an under underappreciated film. We got Meet the Robinsons, okay? Uh, Meet the Robinsons is something for me where I feel like people don't really talk about it too much in the grand scheme of, uh, I don't know, anime movies, maybe just Disney animated movies. Um, it was a movie that I feel like I always liked. And let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, going back to it, I think this is a really good film. You know, I think there's like, oh, it, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's really good. I feel like it's a really good message. You know, really, really good characters. Um, and also just like a really dumb like sense of humor. <laughs> you know, really, what what else do you need? <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. A few different things. We're going to talk about how Doris was the real villain. How the Robinson family is very encouraging. And how Lewis didn't need to meet his mom in the end. Just, just just, didn't need to. And we'll talk about why. So before we get into that, make sure to go to the Tiger T YouTube channel. Or many other podcast services to listen to more episodes such as this one. And then there's also a Tiger T Twitter and a... My personal Twitter. That's social media is your thing. Um, and then yeah. I think that's it. So let's just get into the film. Uh, yeah, so first thing, Doris was the real villain. Um, obviously by the end that was super super thrown in our face you know um, but you start at the beginning and you got goob right where he was the evil man in the bowler hat that was the one that uh what's his name <laughs> i don't know the lewis's son what was lewis's son's name we're gonna go with erwin we're going to go with Erwin. I don't know his name. You know, he was always like, oh, man, the bowler hat. You got to watch out for this guy. But you look more at Goob and like he wasn't, like I said, he wasn't formidable. Like he wasn't very smart. He didn't have a lot of physical ability. He couldn't really think on his feet. Um, and really all of his decisions were just messed up. Not not messed up. Like they, they, they got messed up, you know. I mean, really the only thing that he contributed to this evil plan was the, the like memory machine that was really it he was like oh we got this 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 will work but like actually executing the plan not helpful in any way <laughs> um you know and and all of this like why he was evil like he, had, he just had a really weird grudge that didn't really make any sense like it was kind of all on him right where he he said it was Lewis's fault for keeping a bomb all night and then missing the catch in the game. And then that turned him into just a, a, a like resentful kid. Uh, but that's really all on him. Like you even look further into it and you have that one scene. I feel like that's one of the more like memeable scenes in the whole film. But that was the one where he was walking through class and he was saying that everyone hated him. <laughs> but like that's not true <laughs> everyone hated him. He's, he's walking through the hallway and it was like hey goob you want to go hang out and then he was like everyone hated me <laughs> but it just wasn't true you know he, he 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 wasn't actually resented by by anyone really i mean in the moment yes we're gonna hate you because you 
didn't catch that ball, but like he made it feel like he was thrown as an outcast, and that's just not true. Um, so then Doris has this classic AI robot gets intelligent plot, right? That we've seen a million times before, but we're seeing it now. And uh, yeah, because she was just like a hat who was supposed to help people, but then she got kind of evil, so they turned her or they like shut her down basically, but then she got out, you know. So that's that's her uh you know villain moment <laughs> um and then doris immediately found a gullible host right so again like on goob's side he just kind of sat around for a long time until he sort of had a plan not really and then doris found him so like again on goob's side nothing you know nothing but on doris's side immediately broke out immediately decided to find someone who will go along with anything she says um you know i mean she was really the brains behind everything you know like i was saying earlier where goob <laughs> what was goob's plan to like egg their house and he was like ah revenge <laughs> but on doris's side she was like oh no i'm gonna take over the world you know so again i mean i mean even with that it's like i don't really think goob like, even when all this happened, like, he he just wanted to make Lewis suffer. That That's really all it was. But even with that, like, I don't really think Goob was evil. I don't think that he wanted to, like, kill Lewis. You know? He just wanted him to feel similarly to how he felt when he wasn't able to catch that ball. You know, that's really all it was. Whereas Doris is like... I'm gonna take over. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take over the world, and I don't know. I think kill the humans. I think she eventually did. Um, you know, and, she, and but you know her her design is pretty cool. I mean, I know she's just a hat, but like the fact that she can like birth <laughs> smaller hats and like have them uh, like take the mind or like uh, you know have have the mind control. Of like, you know, she took over the frog and the T-Rex, you know, that was, that was really cool. And again, that just shows like her arsenal where again, Goob, <laughs> Goob has nothing. Okay. And then her idea of taking the memory machine worked. Um, oh, right. Right. Goob, Goob did, that wasn't even his idea for the memory machine. I, I misspoke earlier. His idea was, oh, you need the memory machine. I know there's a science fair. <laughs> That's what it was, right? So he he contributed even less than I thought he did, uh, you know, a, a few minutes ago. Yeah, he he was literally just the host, you know. Um, but yeah, her thing of the memory machine worked. Like she took it and was able to go back and change a lot of stuff. And then boom, here we go. Now now there's a million of me because I was able to make it so I was mass produced and take over the world. And she did that. <laughs> And she won. I mean, that's a, a, this is another interesting aspect to this film of, like, they show her winning. You know? Like, it wasn't like Lewis came in at the last minute and saved everyone. Like, no, I mean, I mean, yes, he did win in the end, but that's only after the fact. Because like, he, he was able to go back after the fact and erase what she's already done. But she already won. I mean, spoilers for Avengers Endgame. <laughs> but, like, this is literally Endgame. Where, like, Thanos won. 
and they had to go back and, and change it so he didn't win. Same thing happened in this movie. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I don't think... <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying Doris is the Thanos of, of Meet the Robinsons, but like, I mean, she was she, she was a really good villain. I mean, even though she didn't speak, she was she was there, you know? But we'll move on to a, a lighter topic, which is the Robinson family. Very encouraging. Love this family. This right here, I would love to see if they came up with like a show where we just get to hang out with all the Robinsons. Like that's so cool to just see them. You know, obviously we can focus on uh, like a couple of them or whatever, you know, certain episodes. But like, you know, I think seeing more of these guys would have been really cool. Um but, uh, you know, they, they know how to have fun. Like at the dinner table, we kind of see this a little bit right here. Um, yeah, I mean, they're like cannon and fire and like meatballs at each other. And, you know, they're, they're just chilling, you know, having fun. Um, you know, they're constantly experimenting. You know, they're, they're, they're building little gizmos and gadgets and, um, you know, different routines and all this stuff. You know, they're, they're constantly experimenting. Um, I mean, it totally makes sense why... Lewis is like the head of the household basically where it's like because that, that's all he does is just think of stuff and like make stuff so it's really cool that we have a whole family that has that like similar thought process um you know just trying to have fun and you know they're that they're very yes and you know no one whenever anyone has an idea no one is like no that's stupid we'll, we'll never do that that doesn't make sense like everyone's like okay yeah let's let's see where this goes you know um, which is, which I think is very important for Lewis. I mean, again, it's, it's weird because of Lewis is the kid here that's learning from them, but Lewis is also technically the father, um, who is, who's again, like pretty much the head of this household. Um, but it is very important for him to kind of learn that, that it's okay to go through with stuff. You know, it, it's okay to have an idea and want to pursue it. Um, you know, cause they even beat something in his head. It's like failure isn't really failure. You know, because if, I mean, if you were afraid first, if you were afraid of failure, then you would never do anything. Because anything you do can fail. You know, everything you do can fail. So that's, that's the first aspect of that. And then the other one is like, even though you fail, you learn something. You know, um, you know, what was the thing where like, Lewis apparently made like, like a, a thousand <laughs> or something crazy, like, in a, a ludicrous amount of time machines before he finally got the one that worked you know like imagine if on his first try he failed and was like well not possible you know like that, that that'd be crazy you know this, i mean this movie wouldn't exist <laughs> um you know but like so much wouldn't exist if if after your first try you just decided that you know you're gonna you're gonna hang it up like no like keep going you know you i know for a fact you learned something through the process of trying to build it the first time you know, if, if you learn nothing, then do it again still. You know, there, there, there's got to be another way to do this. Anything is possible, right? Um, they always have each other's backs. You know, I mean, even with like the, the like fighting of the T-Rex and all that, they all helped out. They all pitched in. You know, they're trying to save each other, the family. You know, even though they know that the T-Rex was against Lewis and maybe Lewis is just like, oh, why did you all put yourself in danger for me? It's like, no, we, you're... I mean, he's not family to them, technically. I mean, he is, but he isn't. But, like, in that moment, it's like, no, you're you're here. Like, <laughs> we're not just going to let them take you. Um, 
you know, and, and they were also really going to adopt him. You know, that that's how nice and, you know, how, how special they thought he was and how much they liked him. And, um, you know, they, they, they were going to adopt him, um, which sucks. I mean, that's <laughs> when you really think about that is that is one of the saddest moments of the whole movie, because then we have the the reveal of who he really is and how he can't be here. But like, oh, it's Wilbur. That's his name. I remembered it. It's Wilbur. Um, yeah, like all of that. And, and it's and it's funny because it is it is like sort of self self-fulfilling because <laughs> they're all teaching him this stuff but like he is the dad and like the sibling or whatever of like all these people you know um dad or the sibling or the um you know husband and all that of like of like all these people so it's you know so it is really funny that like he's he's learning from them but a lot of them have adopted mindsets or like parts of their mindsets from him but from the future you know uh and then they even in the end after everything they they let him meet his older self which is usually a time travel uh bad <laughs> it is a bad thing you never meet yourself through time travel but they let him do it i mean obviously they're they're smarter so they know what's going on they know of any ill effects um and it's great because again like he teaches himself some stuff you know he gives himself confidence he tells him to go through with it you know the classic time travel thing of, well, I can't tell your future, but I mean, you, you just do you, you just keep going down this path, you know, cause that was a big thing for him too, where it was like, well, I, I, I want this family. So like, how do I do it? What are the steps <laughs> to, to securing this? And it's like, well, I can't really tell you that, but like, if you just do you, like I'm you and I got here, so you're me, you should get here too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, th I think this family's great. I think they're very colorful. I love all of them. Um, they each have their own thing, and but 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 they mesh so well together. You know, they care so much about each other, and you know, there isn't no like evil in the family. There isn't no like, you know, you don't. I don't know. Like, you don't sense any anything bad or anything ill about this entire family, and it's just great. You know. Um, and then the final thing, Lewis didn't meet, need to meet his mom in the end. He just didn't. In the beginning, he really wanted to, right? Because he wanted to have her take him back. Because no one has wanted him. I think he has been through like 200 interviews or something like that. And he hasn't gotten adopted. And so his thing is like, well, the only person who wanted me <laughs> at one point was my actual mom. So if I can find out what she looks like i can look for her and i can find her and i can have her take me back you know because again it's like you know because like the um what did what, what's like the head of an orphanage called i don't know like head lady she was like oh well you know it's not necessarily that your mom didn't love you like she could have just um she could have just not been able to take care of you at the time you know which happens you know sometimes you make a mistake, you have a kid or whatever, and then you gotta put them up in an orphanage, right? That's just how the order of events happens sometimes. And you're actually doing the responsible thing at this point. At this point, the most responsible thing for you to do is to not take care of this child because you actually do not have the means to take care of the child. So you put them up for, you know, you put them up in an orphanage or whatever, and then they'll at least get what they need to survive and then hopefully get adopted by a family that can take care of them. 
but it is still that hope that at the moment, for, for, for a hot second, she was the only one that loved him. And not only that, if what you're telling me is true, maybe she's in a better position now, you know? Maybe now she can take care of me, and if I find her, we'll, we'll get it done, you know? Um, again, a very, a very desperate way of thinking, a very emotional way of thinking, uh, but, you, I mean, you can't really blame him at this point. And so he built the memory machine for this purpose. That was the only reason he wanted to do it. So he could, because he knows somewhere in his brain, he's seen his mother. And so if he can just dig around in there and find a, a hidden memory, he can see what she looks like. And that is a great first start. And then even with this machine, like if he can visualize it, like, I don't know, he can like take a picture of it or something and then put up posters or whatever, you know, um, and then, <laughs> miraculously, he now comes across someone who has a time machine. Even better. Even better than this little memory machine I was building. Now I got a time machine. Now, I can just go back and I can see her with my own eyes. Better yet, I can go back and just convince her to not get rid of me. There we go. You know, solid plan. What could possibly go wrong? You know, again, at this point... We're still thinking about time travel rules, like, you know, this is very early in the movie, so we're like, ah, I don't know if that'll work. I don't know if you can just go back and convince someone of that. You know, changing the past is not always a good thing. It's usually a bad thing, actually. Um, but, I mean, it's tough because we, you know, we, we feel for Lewis. You know, he is almost a teenager, right? I think he's almost 13, and it's like, how many teenagers get adopted? None. You know, it, it never happens. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm running out of time. And then further on in the movie, he instead just wants to be adopted by the Robinsons, you know, which is, I'm sure, very tough for him, you know, given that he's basically giving up on the dream of being his mom's again. But I think, again, that just goes to show for the last topic was how nice and encouraging and thoughtful and just awesome, <laughs> you know, his, his, his Robinson family really is for him to be like, you know what? I'd, I'd be okay with being your guys' son. <laughs> you know? Like, this this is amazing. Um, but, you know, the thing that really changes him is after more time with them and then meeting his older self, he realizes that he wants his future as is. You know, he, he doesn't want to change anything. He doesn't, you know, again, like, he can't really be adopted because that won't work like i'm sure i'm sure if he stays in that time for long enough there'll be some stuff that just starts crumbling but um he realizes that he doesn't want anything to change you know he he realized that he doesn't have to go back in time and make sure of anything or change anything or you know give secret notes to his you know older self or whatever like he just needs to be himself and live life and do what he does and he has met all these people once so if he, he if he just acts or not if he acts but if, if he just goes through life living it the way he was going to live it then everything will fall into place you know i mean honestly it's it's most likely when you start trying to force things to happen that's when the whole time travel knowledge starts to work against you <laughs> um and then the 
one of the best scenes in the entire film was him getting to those orphanage steps and then him holding back you know for for wilbur to keep his promise and say i'm i'm, I'm gonna show your mom you know you you deserve it and then for him to be so close and then inside of his mind decide you know what i don't need it i don't need to know who she is you know i don't need to know who she is i don't need to convince her of anything i don't even need to see her face you know just just for me i don't even need it you know it's 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 not necessary I know that I have a very bright future with people who do love me in the future and I don't need to hang on to the past anymore. You know, you know, I don't think that he resents his mom anymore, which is good. You know, I think this movie could have definitely went that way of like him hating his mom for giving him up. I feel like that's where most orphanage stories go, but like not him. He's like, you know what? She made a decision. I'm sure she loves me. You know, I'm sure it was just bad, bad situation. But I also don't have to hang on to this anymore. I don't have to not ever think about her or like say that I don't love her. But like I don't have to hang on to the thought of like what if. Because there is a future of what ifs that I would much rather chase and much rather be a part of. Um, and it's great. You know, it, it, obviously, I mean, we're, we're assuming that all that happens. You know, it's, it's nice at the end of the film for us to start connecting some dots of like, you know, uh, the like scientist lady with all the all the coffee strips is is his his adoptive mom who's going to adopt him. You know, we we figure out that the um, the girl with all the frogs is uh, his his future wife. <laughs> you know, who is Wilbur's mom that that we see for most of the film. You know, it's it's great. You know, um, but yeah, that was Meet the Robinsons. A few things I wanted to talk about with that. Um, again, I think this was a very good film. I think it's very much overlooked, um, you know, especially for being one of those earlier 3D Disney films, you know, um, but I think it's great. You know, I think the, the, the strongest part of this film is the characters, is the diverse characters, um, the character designs I think are really fun and just how they all come together and are supportive of each other and, just it, it's just fun you know you, you know i think that's kind of the best word for it is like whenever we see these family members it's just fun and i really wish they would make a show <laughs> just like a little disney plus show where we get to we get to hang around and have some wacky adventures with with all these guys because that'd be great um but yeah i mean that, that's pretty much it um Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I, I'm interested to see what you guys thought of the film. Um, if you guys also went back to it, what you thought of it afterwards, after watching it for, you know, not your first time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's also another thing where, like, you know, I wish that, I mean, I guess Disney still does do it, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, just, feel, I just feel like this movie's different. I feel like they wouldn't make a movie like this again, but who's to say <laughs> um but yeah let me know what you thought of the film um and yeah let me know who your favorite robinson was let me know who your favorite robinson was i feel like mine was probably the mom like the mom the whole frog thing is like very quirky um you know but and but like she was also a very strong character you know she wasn't like oh i'm just like the mom of of the the dad like or not the mom of the dad but like you know she wasn't just like the wife of 
of of of of Mr. Robinson. You know what I mean? Like, no, she was her own character, and like, she was <laughs> she was probably the strongest uh, person in this whole family. So I, I I just love her character. But let me know who your favorite was. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I said, go to YouTube, go to different podcast platforms for more episodes of this. Um, Twitter, both Twitters are available for you to interact and uh shout out some more uh, some more recommendations as well you know uh, please go give my other podcast a try it's called untitled and unfocused i do it with my friend ray we talk about a bunch of stuff there um not as consistent <laughs> as this podcast but uh you know it, it comes out every so often and um yeah that's it until next time um don't hold weird grudges against people you know don't have to do that you might turn into a villain and um yeah let me know what else you want to see me cover